This program is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome to the Female Orgasm Podcast, created by the Welcomed Consensus, where we explore the potential of female orgasm, more pleasure, and a better sex life for both men and women. Listen, learn, and be inspired by the innovative research and revealing insights into friendship through female orgasm. Fun, more pleasure, and menopause? Can these experiences go together? In this episode, and in the previous one, we present talk radio show host Rebecca Benito and her guest, a researcher from the Welcome Consensus. These two women have a lively conversation exploring this paradoxical theme. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. I am thrilled to have as my guest a woman that I have just discovered by the name of Yvonne Ray. I found her as a referral through Twitter to her blog, Menopause Flashes Turning Up the Heat. And Yvonne's background is that she's a sensual researcher with the Welcomed Consensus. When she celebrated 50, she began her menopause blog, which highlights her experiences and research into this topic. And I think that she has a lot of really positive viewpoints about menopause and just about life in general and about living a pleasurable life. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm glad to be here. When I tell the truth about what I'm feeling, I find that it's as always, it's every day in life, it's not just in menopause, every day your moods are changing, every day how you experience your life changes moment by moment. And so in that communication with my friends, when I'm telling them and letting them know what's happening, that creates movement, and it also moves the energy through my body. It moves the energy through my life, and it opens up possibilities for more pleasure and more enjoyment. And that happens in conversations every day. You mean we actually have to talk about how we are? <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> a big, that's a big deal to some people, to tell the well, truth. Well, it's a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah. To show up and be authentic about where I'm at right now, huge. Yeah. But you're saying it makes it better. Well, the possibility, absolutely. There, when I don't talk and I just keep everything to myself, and I try, and I, I do this. I have to say, you know, I, I got a big brain. Uh, hmm. I like to try figure things out, you know. And I can mm-hmm. cogitate and spin and like think and and like go through all these. Uh, myriad of possibilities of, gosh, you know, I have a hundred, over a hundred hormones in my body, and what must be happening, and how, you know, how am I going to figure out how to control this body of mine, you know, and make it do what I want it to, you know, all those different things, I mean, or not let people know anything's going on, you know, how am I going to cover up, you know, that mm-hmm. I'm having dramatic mood swings from one hour to the next, you know, if whenever I keep it to myself, I am a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably, if you were my best friend, you would not recognize me, or you would be like, 
hmm, she's a former, you know, a shell of her former fun self, you know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk about it, even though I think, you know, sometimes it might seem like really silly or dramatic or whatever, but if I tell the truth to my friends, to my partner, then the possibility opens up that something can change and that two people can relate over something pleasurably because I'm telling right. the truth. And it really takes me communicating, you know. And right. I think you've probably heard this before, but um, one of the things about in deliberate orgasm that we teach is that sensuality is a subset of communication. Right. Right. Absolutely. It's just another form of my communication. Hmm. Now, one of the things that I found... What happened for me is, you know the story of, like, you, if you put a, a frog in boiling water, it will jump right out. But if you put it in cold water and gradually turn up the heat, it will stay there until it boils to death. And and I think that that is what happened to me with my mood swings. And it took me a while to recognize what was going on to the point where my husband was so distressed because I was I was using I was using my inner space as a as a hall pass to be nasty. And then one day I woke up and realized that this was not serving me and it was not serving him, and I had to turn it around. And so one of the things that we did was we started tracking my cycles so that we can start to see. And I started being able to verbalize, like you're saying, what was going on with me. And one of the things I find is that really in about the, the seven days, I still bleed, but in the seven days before my periods, I become hypersensitive. So what that means on a physical level is sometimes I can't even wear a necklace because it's too irritating to my neck. And every emotional thing that I sort of take in stride, like the dishes in the sink or the trash not taken out, suddenly becomes something that must be dealt with immediately. I can't live with it one more second. And I just want to jump out of my skin. And he just thought I was being a bitch until I was able to verbalize what my internal experience was like. And once once I said it, it actually lessened. So I guess I'm just corroborating right. what you said. Well, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up, too, because in that teleclass, it's called the Doing Essentials teleclass. One of the topics that's covered are heat cycles and tumescence. And so, mm-hmm. yes, up and down, that sensitivity that a woman feels in her body, all of those things, um, you know, there's a there's a basis for that, and there is something that men and women can track, and it is something that you can um, you can take advantage of and have a lot of fun with. But you got to mm-hmm. get on top of it and be aware, and also, you know, in your communication, and, and I think you said this really well, communicating without anger. Um, communicating, uh, being responsible for what's happening as a as a woman, and um, you know, really uh, taking a look at where are you making choices for pleasure or not, mm-hmm. and you know, you can change if you're not if if you don't want to feel more pleasure. But that teleclass, it's really great because there's a lot of people that are not aware of this uh, cycle that happens. Even, you know, it happened your whole life as a woman, 
um, this buildup, this waning and that waxing and waning of energy in your body on a cyclic basis. And it just gets a, in my experience, it's just a little more erratic um, during this transition, but it still happens. And it still happens after you stop bleeding. Um, mm. Once you touch the final period, it, it happens. These energy fluctuations, these cycles. And being aware every day of your body. Um, through deliberate orgasm, that that is one of the things, the main tools that I use to just keep being aware of what's happening so that I can communicate without anger. So I can, you know, take advantage of the the highs and lows to have a really fun time with my partner. I mean, there's a lot of energy there. There's a lot. Yeah. Of <laughs> well, and that you know, sensitivity that's... can be used for good or it can be used for evil. It's my choice. Yeah, and there's always that choice, you know, and that's the great thing is mm-hmm. um, when you get the information, then you have a choice. Right. Well, and you so. have that course, The Six Steps to Doing Essentials, is starting soon, February 5th, right? Right. Yes, it's a three-week uh, teleclass. And so people attend um, over the phone twice a week. There's a session, and each session mm. is about 40 to 60 minutes long. And then there's homework, you know, experiential exercises that people do in between the, the sessions. And, um, yeah, all you need, you, you can call in and listen to the lectures, or uh, they're recorded in case you can't make mm-hmm. a live call. And it takes three weeks, and in three weeks you get um, the fundamentals, the essentials of doing, of deliberate orgasm. Not only the technique, like I said, the stroking part, which is very fun, but you get the <laughs> underlying viewpoints too. And what if you don't have a partner? Fine, it's for anybody. It's for men or women um, or you know, people who have a partner or don't have a partner. It doesn't really matter because... This very beginning course, the doing essentials um, and the common sensuality that we were talking about before, both of those courses begin with the individual. So it's the individual sensuality. It's the individual mm-hmm. getting the information for themselves and experiencing it themselves. And once you do that, of course, you can spread it out to a partner or a friendship or use it yourself. It, it doesn't require a partner. Mhm. Wonderful. So you can find that at their website, welcomed.com. Now, one thing I'm getting, Yvonne, and you can tell me if I'm right, is that you really approach everything as research. And I think that that's a viewpoint that many people don't have. They kind of look at experiences, oh, that was bad sex or that was good sex, rather than what will happen if, what happens when, oh, isn't it interesting that this is how it went? Well, yeah, it's interesting that you say that because that's a good way to describe getting out of that judgmental mode, you know, getting out, putting on that kind of researcher umbrella, putting putting that kind of a, um, concept in there. It helps, you know, take judgments out of there. But I really have to say the viewpoint that's even more fun than that is that you do it for pleasure, and that's why I do it. The only goal is pleasure. And so if my goal is pleasure and I find things that are pleasurable in every sex act that I have, I mean, 
It's kind of like pasta. Pasta's good, even if it's plain, <laughs> right? You know, and you put a sauce on it, and it gets a little better. And you put, you know, you put a lot of time into it, maybe. Put, add a little sausage, and gets a little better. And someday, you know, uh-huh. the next day, you don't actually want to put that much time into it. So you just put a little butter and cheese, and that's good. And, I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of ways you can have pasta, and it's all good. You know, for the pleasure of it. I think Woody Allen said, I never had an orgasm I didn't like. Right. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so, so I can hear the people thinking, well, what if I'm in a situation that's not pleasurable? How do you find your way out from a place where you feel it's difficult and bleh? Well, that, again, that's where responsible communication comes in. I mean, it, it's so important. It is really so important to communicate. But also, you know, and, and this is something that you do um, experience through the Doing Essentials teleclass is you learn um, what you like. You learn about your body. You learn about how your body works. And you learn about these um, concepts and a different model of orgasm and sensuality. And so by learning those kind of fundamentals of deliberate orgasm, before you get with a partner, and this is why it starts with the individual, learning all that and having that all as a basis to come into a relationship or into a sensual setting with another human being, then you're prepared to to communicate. You have the tools. You Mm. have what you Mm -hmm. need to be successful and have a winning relationship. And that is what I mean by winning. I mean, you're coming already a winner, already prepared, already turned on, already knowing things that you desire and you want. Mm. It's that way for women, and it's that way for men, too. They're coming in informed. They're coming in mm-hmm. open to communication and able to communicate things on themselves that they've experienced. Right. So, right. Yeah, so with those kind of tools, you just, I just, you probably just would never get yourself into any situation like that. Right. I mean, what a delicious thing. Yeah, if you arrive knowing what you want and that you're willing to take responsibility for having it. And the other great thing is, too, because it's deliberate, you know, people often say, well, where's the spontaneity? There's plenty. You know, when two responsible people get together, two people who have the information get together, um, or even one person who has the information who's able to communicate, I mean, right from there, there's lots of things that can happen that are spontaneous starting from that good place. Mm-hmm. It, it's that way, you know, I find it that way with menopause, too. It's like once I had the information about what's happening in my body and I talked about it and I recognized the signs that are happening on a daily basis, I can communicate, you know, I can communicate Mm -hmm. and um, have fun with it. Right. Well, So tell us, what's fun about a hot flash? Oh, my God. It is so much fun. (laughs) Okay, so I I know this is contrary. There's a lot of people who would say, no way, you cannot say that a hot flash is fun. And I actually thought that myself before mm-hmm. I had the goal of having fun uh, because I just had a lot of negative, um, you know, beliefs. Like I said, I had that clash of beliefs. 
But what's so fun about a, a hot flash is I'll, I'll give you kind of a short version because I wrote about this in my blog, and people mm-hmm. can read about it, you know, if they want to go. But it's menopause-flashes.com, so if you want to look that up. But, okay, so what's fun about a hot flash? Well, okay, in a hot flash, what, one of the things that I experience is like this intense rush of heat coming from my inner core, right, of my body. And uh, in seconds, I can break out into the in the sweat, and my heart is rushing, and I feel like these fluttery feelings, and it's like, woo, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And if I were going to have that kind of sensation, uh, intensity and sensation in my body, if I was having that while I was laying down having a deliberate orgasm, I would call that a great get-off, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> You want right. those kinds of sensations when you're having an orgasm, right? In fact, yeah. sometimes you're going for that kind of thing. You know, you want to break out in a whole body sweat. You want to feel it all over your body. You want to feel that rush, right? Uh, yeah, I well, was going to say that sounds like how I'd be if I met Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> you're a celebrity. And I would crush, be right? thrilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so one day, right, I'm having this experience of a hot flash, and I was about to whine about it, you know, because I, you know, it's a hot flash, and that's what you do. You complain about your hot flashes, and you whine about having mm-hmm. a hot flash, and I just, I had a flash of my own, mental flash. I was like, wow, mm. if I felt the same thing during a deliberate orgasm, I would say it was great. I would love it. Why don't I love mm-hmm. it right now? Why don't I call it fun right now? Why don't I feel my body like I feel my body during a deliberate orgasm? They don't last that long. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A hot flash is a flash, you know? I better catch all the enjoyment I can out of it right now or I'm Mm -hmm. missing it. You know, that's how it's fun. It happens at unexpected times, you know? That's kind of the, the thing that I had to get into agreement with is I didn't control or, you know, arrange anything Hot flashes would happen, you know, so they would happen like, here I am, I'm talking, I'm in the middle of a dinner conversation, and all of a sudden I feel like ripping my sweater off and, you know, and (laughs) taking clothes off and fanning myself. Well, you know, I can whine about it or (laughs) that it's happening. Well, but it's happening right now. I might as well have fun right now because it's happening right now. And I can let other people in on it too, you know. Uh Or I can just experience that you know, beautiful flush in my skin and let it glow, you know, let the turn on out during that time. and mm, mm. Because that's how I feel now, you know, when I'm in agreement, I just ooze turn on. And it's so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I love that. I love that description. That's really, that's really great. And I think that you identified, you know, you said at first you had to get into agreement with the fact that it happens out of control. And I liken that to the fact that I want to go skydiving. You know, I would pay someone to teach me, take me up and drop me out of a plane. But if I'm flying to San Francisco and United Airlines and they suddenly tell me I have, you know, I have to use my seat as a parachute, I'm completely freaked out. It's it's all in, in how I frame it and whether I feel in control of the situation or not, I guess. Right. So your agreement puts you into control in this situation. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And, you know, it, it's 
and that's another way that I have it be fun for other people. You know, I'm not trying to pretend like I don't have a hot flash. You know, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to pretend that nothing's happening. I mean, why not why not turn on? You know, that's that's how I make it fun for other people is I turn on when it's happening. I, I approve. I'm in agreement. Mm-hmm. Approval, other people feel it. Other people mm-hmm. feel approve of the hot flash of myself, of being a woman. And, you know, that's a rare thing, somebody who approves of being in menopause, being middle-aged, having things happen that are, um, you know, out of control, so to speak, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really a powerful way to live life. And like I said, it's it's taking those viewpoints that I've researched, you know, for 18 years with deliberate orgasm. It's taking those viewpoints and using them, whipping out those tools. At the time that it's happening, I make the choice to turn on. And that's why I say I'm just like every woman, you know, because we all have choices to make moment to moment. Right, right. I mean, for me, it's really become something of a a spiritual discipline and a practice. I feel like when I give in to my negativity and my anger, it's it's easy it's cheap excitement and it's lazy and that it it takes a little bit of work to get into agreement with how it is to find something to approve of and yes to go for making every moment fun and pleasurable for myself and the people around me no matter what's going on it does take something from an individual to do that you you said that well i think the payoff is huge it is really huge um when you do do make that choice for for fun and pleasure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, for me, I, I mean, I believe that it saved my marriage, and now it's we're just having a fantastic time. And oh, it's because I made that guys? choice. We are we're actually going to be married 6 years in April. All right. And we've been together eight. And when he found me, I was living in an intentional community of sensual researchers in New York, like you. And so we got a lot of uh, viewpoints that helped us win in our relationship. But we're, we were kind of slow students. It took me a while to really incorporate them moment to moment. And, but that's how it is, right? We're always, uh, we, we always want to be working on something. Why not ourselves? Why not on having more fun? Hmm? Yeah, going towards having more fun is something that you you never, it's not something that stops. It's not like you arrive at the most fun you've ever had. It's, you know, you just take pleasure out of every day and every moment. And like I said, it's, I find that it, that's how my life can keep getting better and better. And as a practical thing, you know, not, not just saying it, you know, it's, it's happening and I'm feeling it and it's a reality in my life, so. Yay! <laughs> so it's so good to know that our best years are not behind us. I know, isn't it? It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it's been fun really to write about it. Um, you know, I've been writing about my experiences um, getting done since I'm since I uh, became a central researcher. That's been part of it is writing journal entries and. Um, you know, writing about not only the due dates that I had had and the sensations that I feel during a deliberate orgasm, but also about the 
the things that I've changed my mind about and the things, the clashes of beliefs and, you know, turning around prejudices and, you know, changing um, my viewpoints and adopting new viewpoints, all of those things I've been writing about for years. But when I decided to write a blog about menopause, that was really a, a way that made it even more fun uh, because I was mm. able to, yeah, I mean, I I really, I'm passionate about other women and men having the information, you know, and, and learning um, from the experiences that I've had. I mean, I have a luxury of being able to be a essential researcher every day and have this be my life's work. What I want to do is um, whatever pieces other people can take for themselves, you know, whether they can just take one, one thing and succeed with it, I'm happy about that, you know, just Mm. one thing. And it's really through my blog, it's my expression of of that, you know, that I want uh, women and and the men who love them to be able to take a piece away and and have their life get better. Mm Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, and that's how I found you through your blog. So thank you very much for, you know, enriching my life with your experiences and showing people who are behind you on the path what is, what can be ahead of us and what's that's possible. Uh-huh. Well, believe it or not, we are we have two minutes left. So wow. I just want to yeah, that's how quickly it went. <laughs> Uh, menopause-flashes.com is Yvonne's website. Welcome.com is the website for the Welcomed Consensus. As you know, you can find me on wisewildfeminine.com. Anything else you want to leave our viewers with, our listeners with? Rebecca, this has just been a pleasure. I I just want to say menopause and having things get better and better with deliberate orgasm, it is, it's possible and it's it's enriched my life so much, and I I, I am so um, pleased that we could talk about it today and appreciate the opportunity to say the things that I've said on the show and, and converse with you and have a good time. I, I could feel your, feel your turn on, and, and it's been a pleasure. Well, thank you. I recently committed to a practice of deliberate orgasm every day, and I'm starting to catalog my experiences as well and I definitely find that it's life enhancing so I hope everyone else is inspired but perhaps you've been inspired by us today to cultivate finding pleasure in your life and deliberate orgasm every day I hope that you have so Yvonne thank you everyone else have a wonderful pleasurable turned on week You've been listening to the Female Orgasm Podcast. Visit www.welcomed.com to find full transcripts, articles, videos, courses, and more focused on the topic of friendship through female orgasm. Mm -hmm.